Hi, and welcome. I'm Z. And I'm Keith. And we're going to tell you about the movie that we just watched. But first, a little bit of a heads up. Some of the movies we watch deal with heavy subject matters. In order to talk about these emotionally delicate things and the heavy subject matters that we sometimes cover, we add humor and crude language to add some levity and to process our own trauma. If that doesn't feel fun or safe for you, we completely understand. Please take care of yourself first and foremost. And we spoil the end of pretty much every movie that we watch. Now you know. On with the show. remember when I was a teenager. Oh God, I don't exactly remember who it was. I just remember someone relaying to me about someone they knew that wrote a song. Okay. And it was like, they were really into like metal. Okay. New metal, things like that. And I remember the lyrics of the song. I don't remember who it was specifically, but I do remember the lyrics of the song, Okay, which was monkey see monkey do. I'm going to kill that monkey too. Heavy. <laughs> and I just remember thinking that's so fucking stupid. And that has been, as something I think about all of the time since then. I've thought about that, I ne- it did not have music to it. Those they just wrote the lyrics to the song. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. So it was just monkey see monkey do. I'm gonna kill that monkey too. That rhymes. Mm-hmm. Man, the amount of men who are good at things just who are like automatically. I can write a metal song, and then they just write the lyrics. <laughs> Well, not everybody can. Not everybody that does it is a man, but okay. (laughs) I've listened to that song before on repeat. I think Moby did a cover of it. (laughs) A cover. (laughs) <laughs> I think you mean he sampled it without Well, he sampled permission. it without permission. <laughs> um, yeah. What back when he was in a relationship with Natalie Portman. Yeah. Event Horizon did not disappoint. Like No way. It's 
every time I watch it, I like it more. It's so, yeah, I'm watching, I w- like, I woke up this morning and I was like, it's, I was like, they absolutely left it open for a sequel. There absolutely could have been a sequel. And I was like, this, it's such a fucking, I mean, it's a tragedy and it's not because it's such a good movie. And I'm sure if they tried to do a second one, it wouldn't have been as good. But like, man, it get it hits, it, oh, it doesn't over explain things. Correct. It doesn't exactly tell you like even right. when even when uh Julie Fisher is like Which one's that? Julie Fisher. Um Julie Julie Richardson. No, Julie Fisher is not No, it's Ra- Richardson. Richardson. Yeah, Julie Richardson. But which character is that? <laughs> Julie Fisher is Carrie Fisher's sister. The truth. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, no wonder I, that was stuck in my head. Julie Richardson. She's from the Richardson family. <laughs> oh. Slash Redgrave. Oh. Her the mother Stark is her, the white lady that was not, I don't know who, I don't know their survives? name. Yes. The white yeah, is. Spoiler. His name is Stark. Okay. Um, I know Miller. Because, because, yeah, because we kept saying that, but also because when they blow up the tunnel from yeah. between the front and the back of the ship, she says, Mella. So <laughs> quietly. <laughs> um, his name patch, too, is like the only one that's legible to me. It's like right here. And it's red. I know that um, Jason Isaacs is in it. As Jason Isaacs. Yeah, I don't know anyone's name. I believe he was Weir. I know Weir's name because of, probably because of uh, Dr. Weir from, I think, Stargate Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. And that was it. I was like, oh, Weir. (laughs) That's weird. That's Weir. Um, So... God, yeah. The the plot of the movie and is Justin. They say Justin's name one million times. Who's Justin? Baby Bear. Aw, that was sweet when they. I liked when she called him Baby Bear, but it was you're like okay, whatever. But he goes, Mama Bear, what's I going? And I was like, oh fuck. Oh, that was really what. See, I was like, shit. Yeah. Even though I think I'm getting softer because that actually worked. I don't know. I don't know why. I can't explain why it worked because I could see it not yeah, working. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With very minor differences that I couldn't even name what they were, but like it implies a history together. Yeah. Without. Yeah. It right without having to. It. Yeah. Without without uh, forcing it. Yeah. Or doing a lot of. Um, Cooper calls him Baby Bear too when he's going after him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, this is, this is an aside, but it's sort of related. Um, the fall of the house of Usher, I, it's already made me get, get a little weepy when, uh, when Bruce Greenwood says that he, when he like accuses Carl Lumley when he's like, you're the reason they're dead or something like that, whatever he says. Um, and then he says, 
he says, I'm going to take that from you. That's oh, yeah. not something you need to carry. Yeah, I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was just the way he said it. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was literally like crying. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> stupid. I don't get it. And then when I, I don't remember if it was the first or second episode. I don't remember. It might've been. Yeah. I don't remember which episode it was, but when, you know, Bruce Greenwood sees something and he yells and Carl Lumley is like, you don't do that. And he looks so, he says it with so much emotion. Like he's holding back tears while saying, don't you ever do that again. I was like, I was like, if he he doesn't win an award for this, then (laughs) fucking what the fuck? It's truly like, but it reminds me of that because it's like, those are things that you wouldn't, feel emotion for if they weren't done the right way like you wouldn't care you'd be like okay whatever but like so he sure knows how to fucking cast oh my he knows how to cast and he knows how to write something and and direct it in a way that you're gonna be like oh this thing is gonna direct this though oh interestingly enough i noticed some sense that makes some sense it does feel atmospherically slightly different Mm -hmm. so that makes some sense um I mean, it's very clearly recognizable as a yeah. It's totally a jam. <laughs> anyway, he this is I. This is the last thing I'm going to say about and but this isn't about the, the fall of the House of Usher. Okay. It's just about Flanagan in general. Mm. He, I don't know who in his family is gay, right? But he fucking loves writing gay characters, does it real well, and ha- like as a fucking cisgendered white dude. I feel like he it's only writes, ramped up too. Like, he will be like, oh, what if we just made a lot of the characters really gay? That And don't even talk about it. We're not going to yeah. talk about it. We're just going to show me and pussy or something. You're like, oh, what? Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, thanks. House of Usher gone woke. God. It's I, full of gays and brown I, people. <laughs> it's true. I will say this. Midnight Mass. If, if Poe was alive right now, he'd be rolling in his grave. <laughs> he'd be rolling under the floorboards with that heart of his. Fucking. He'd be <laughs> walling himself in with a cat to fuck. Like Midnight Mass when Annabeth Gish was just like an out lesbian in a small town. I was like, oh. A small town is an understatement. Right. In a in, a, in an island like with 50 isolated people. Isolated fucking. <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh, I was like, oh, this isn't just, this isn't just a thing that he peppers in. I'm like, oh, this is, this is a signature. He has to have a fucking hot ass lesbian, mm-hmm. queer woman. Mm-hmm. And they're never like super young. He never makes him like the youngest one or like the, you know, like the flirty. Yes, he right. always makes. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, it makes it, it, it's great because it makes it not dismissible. Exactly. Oh, anyway, um, Event Horizon, it's stupid. Unclear how many people are gay. It's true. It's stupid good. Just, yeah, I was like. I was thinking like, wow, what a credit to the editors because it's so dense and Mm -hmm. knowing that a lot was cut or lost or what have you, both. uh, Like, it's still cohesive. Like Very much so. 
Yeah. And that's very impressive. It's very dense, really. Yeah. And again, you could see another movie mm-hmm. just really sub. And apparently, the theatrical release, uh, Anderson did not have any. It was edited in a rush by the studio. Oh, wow. They freaked out because, I guess, because Titanic came out the same year. Oh, yeah. And uh, same studio. And they were like, this thing is bloated and not going to come out on time. So they were like, you know. Oh, they just like. And uh, uh, also, uh, I think this was according to Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) I want to tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. As Anderson explained, directors usually have a standard 10-week editing period to produce the film's final cut. As guaranteed by the Directors Guild of America. However, due to the short production schedule, the rapidly approaching release date, and the fact that principal photography had not finished, Anderson agreed to a six-week editing period and promised to deliver the film by August 1997, as Paramount wanted a hit film before Titanic's planned September release. Wow. When the main unit wrapped, Anderson was supposed to start editing... But he had two weeks of shooting left with the second unit. Oh, wow. Shortening post-production to just four weeks. Oh, my God. During which only a rough cut could be assembled. He noted that at two hours, ten minutes, it was overly long with weak direction and acting that could have used another editing pass. Unfinished special effects and a poor sound mix. Oh, wow. In test screenings, the cut was poorly received. There were complaints about the gore. Ugh, fucking bitches. Anderson and producer Jeremy Bolt claimed that some members of the test audience fainted. Man, they're the same thing, like the movie Raw. Uh, The Eddie Murphy stand-up. Yes, the movie Raw. No, it's it's a French movie, I think, Mm. and it's about cannibalism, but like not... Like, basically, this girl, it's kind of hot. The way, especially the, the way it ends, I was like, <laughs> but basically, this girl, like, starts getting, like, a craving for it. it there's no way to describe it where it doesn't oh, I sound. You, I think you've tried to tell me this. It doesn't, it's, it's not going to say, it's like a very artsy, very interesting. She's, like, in college, and she, she starts sort of craving human flesh but like in a very chill way like she just right and i think there's a scene where like someone accidentally cuts off their finger in front of her and they pass out and she like grabs the finger (laughs) and she's just like sitting there and then she starts eating it i think that's the only thing i can imagine people were like or it was like people passed out in the viewing for this movie and i was like is that what did it? Because that was the only thing in the movie that could possibly be. It was not like the movie was not even as gory as this movie. Like it was <laughs> not. There was that was like there was hardly any blood. It was just I didn't. I was like, is was that the scene? Because I couldn't. Like when I watched it, I was like, which part did people pass out at? Because yeah, none of this is 
Well, maybe it was even registering for me. It as, wasn't a test audience. It was no. It was like it was like at Cans or something. Oh. People were like passing out or something. I don't fucking know. Wherever it was, yeah, it was like in the. It's just because they're all nobody's eating. <laughs> Probably, but I was just like. It's not so. Anytime someone's like, people reportedly pass out. I'm like, those weak ass bitches have never seen a horror movie. I don't know who's passing out watching a movie. Someone fainted in the audience at my uh, high school graduation. True story. Okay, but have you ever been at a youth gathering for a church and had someone start uncontrollably writhing on the floor and rolling? To a degree, well, sort of. They were doing like, I'm assuming they were probably having some kind of seizure. Okay. Um, but they were rolling on the floor, and no one could like, you know how what it looks like when an alligator does like the yeah. tail flip. That's how they looked on the floor, and they were screaming uncontrollably, and so everyone assumed that they were possessed by a demon, and took them into another room, and stood over the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Yeah. And they stood over her and they all prayed for her for entirely too long. Mm -hmm. And it freaked my shit out really badly. So has that ever happened to you? Yeah, it has. (laughs) Anyway, I mean, passing out is one thing, but if someone is even possessed in your youth gathering... You're doing it right. I was just like, I kept being like, I felt really, I felt like really sick to my stomach at the time, like over the whole thing. Like I felt like literally like I was going to puke and they were like, it's cause you can sense the, and I was like, oh, and then as an adult, I was like, oh no, it's because it was entirely uncomfortable with them mm-hmm. crowding someone who's possibly was seizing and they didn't call an ambulance. They didn't call anyone. And she was black too. So that's, and a bunch of like white dudes were like ah. standing over her. Yeah. So that was cool. A bunch of people were just, they were all like laying hands on her too, which is like, that's like a big thing in the church. You have to lay hands on yeah. people for it to, and like, no, you don't. <laughs> Do you really? You don't have to lay hands on nobody. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I just can't. Sometimes I worry that I'm one of those people that like, because people will be like, you know, in the like sort of like, I don't know if it was late 90s because I didn't interact with it until like early aughts where people, they would have like those websites that would have like people's dead bodies and like crime scene photos and shit and people would like jerk themselves off on the internet and be like oh i like i scroll those websites for fun and like i never did that and i would always be like i guess i'm really sensitive but like i've actually like been around people that like have died and like have like seen like you know like really graphic stuff and i'm just like okay well it was it was it just happened and i'm like oh Am I actually worse <laughs> than those Because I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like people die. That It just happens. Yeah, you're worse <laughs> because you don't, because you bring it up all the time. <laughs> like, I don't enjoy seeing, you know, like mutilated corpses, but it's not because it's like going to make me throw up or pass out. I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't 
it's not fun to look at that stuff for me. But if you show it to me, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be like, ooh. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be like. I just assume I will not be able to handle anything. That's fair. But that's, that's sort of what I mean. Like you will get like overwhelmed seeing something <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, is that something that, oh. And well, the great thing is that neither of us, we should be careful not to use the other as any kind <laughs> of <laughs> benchmark for like normal. That's true. Yeah. This is something uh, we <laughs> had done. Like, I'd be like, I feel like I'm autistic because I do this. And you'd be like, I do that too. So, and I'd be like. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't <laughs> last very long. <laughs> you, yeah, but yeah, you'd be like, I do that all the time, and I'd go, well, and you'd be like, all right, all right. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know how to talk about Event Horizon really because it's so well, good. Yeah, it's this is one where like I don't feel like we need to try to synopsize the plot because I mean I will do it anyway. <laughs> oh, okay, it's such a. I feel like it's what's I think what works about it is that it's. It's a simplistic plot. Like, it's just a, there's, well, it is. Like, I mean, like, the reasoning behind things, you know? It's yeah. like, they had a ship that went out, like, the ship Event Horizon did something and disappeared for years. And then it showed up again one day, and so the crew of this ship, captained by Lawrence Fishburne, is going to do, like, search and rescue, essentially, and that's pretty much it. And, like, they, like Sam Neill is, like, the scientist who worked on creating the Event Horizon ship. And, well, the drive specifically. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, but he, they don't know that. Like at when they start, and when they get there, he explains to them that what he did specifically was create a essentially like a singularity or something for the ship, like to travel through space. Yeah, and he doesn't explain how. He just explains what it does. He says, we just created this thing. And I appreciate that. He does the piece of paper phone call does, explanation. Yeah, he does the piece of paper. <laughs> he does the piece of paper phone call. Now, what's the shortest distance between two points? A straight line. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. The shortest distance between two points is zero. And that's what the gateway does. It folds space so that point A and point B coexist in the same space and time. When the spacecraft passes through the gateway, space returns to normal. It's called a gravity drive. How do you know all this? I built it. But it's not like, <clears throat> it's like that's what we needed it to do. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel like it's, but they they get there they they get on the ship and then like they are 
they don't see anything at first. They have no idea what happened to anyone. They don't know where or if anyone is still alive. They're looking they around. Find one body. Well, not yet. Right? Well, yeah, I'm getting there. Okay, and sorry. then <laughs> and then as they go along, like, you know, like they see like a pe- like a hand and then like you'll see or like gloves. a flash a flashlight like will pass or like a a light will like hit an area and you'll see there's just like guts everywhere. But like, you know, it's like while someone's back is turned, they don't quite see it, you know? So you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And then, you know, there's like an entire, I think the only, I think that's the only one that they find, right? That's the only like full. I think so. Yeah. Dead body. So there's like a singular dead body in the, bridge like on the bridge of the ship or whatever and i love oh man when they turn the gravity on and it just oh oh, fuck and so they don't know what happened and they're like trying to figure it out and they basically are just like trying to figure out what happened something like their ship gets damaged and so they have to go to the event horizon while their ship gets um repaired and I really like that whole that all that misdirection yeah. and stuff because they're like, okay, our ship is getting patched up, so we have to you know be on the event horizon because there's no oxygen on our ship, like it's it's depressurized, so they have to like patch the hole, and then like they're like Move on the, the event O2 hori- scrubbers yeah. back and forth. So th- yeah, and like they so they go to the event horizon and like oh, fucked up shit is happening, but they're like we don't have enough oxygen to like last us. We only have a little bit uh, like we only have enough for like a day at most, like not even. And so they're like on the- they're trying to get everything done. They're trying to get like their ship patched up. Well, the event horizon, the yeah, shit that's the other keeps thing. happening. When they first board event horizon, <clears throat> it's fully operational. Yeah. There's, the ship itself is... Fine. Fine. Yeah. It just doesn't have, like, you know, it's just... They're getting those well, weird life sign readings. Yeah, they're getting weird life sign readings, but they don't have, like, enough, like, oxygen, basically. They don't have enough O2 scrubbers. Right. And that's basically the only thing that's, like, quote-unquote, wrong with the ship. So... <clears throat> if I remember correctly. So while they're trying to get their ship repaired, they're on the event horizon and fucked up shit just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking cool. Just all the things that they do. It's such a tight movie, but like we stopped it. We paused it. And Keith was like, Oh shit, it's been an hour already. And I was like, okay, an hour. I was like, how much is left? And he was like 30 minutes. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> No, it goes by so fast. Yeah. Like, it's like an hour and 30 minutes, an hour and 40 minutes, something like that between that. I believe. And it's just like so yeah. good. And they like when they're on the event horizon, it's really, yeah. I, I like how Sam Neill's character, Weir, is. Like, almost immediately, as soon as he gets there, he's just, like, being weird, basically. Like, and there's never a real explanation of that. Fucking this part where he's like, I am home. And just disappears. I know. And it's like, what the (laughs) fuck? 
It's basically the Homer Simpson meme of him back yeah, yeah. the hedge. I am home. <laughs> Smoke bomb. <laughs> it's so fucking creepy. Yeah. But it's such an interesting movie. Like, the ways that they fuck with people. I think the only things that I find a little bit cliche slash mm-hmm. unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> is... Lawrence Fishburne, the story that he had about the guy burning up, mm, mm-hmm. like that was fine because that's the thing that's haunting him. But when he's like, he was screaming for me to save him. What did you do? I did the only thing I could. I closed the lifeboat hatch and I left him behind. I swore I'd never lose another man. Didn't need that. Yeah, I know. If that little line had been left out, that would have been (laughs) way more meaningful. And you would have been like, holy shit. Don't die, damn you. You've never given up on anything in your life. (laughs) And what is that from? Take your pick. A million movies. It's one of my favorite cliches. And then. I think The Abyss has my favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. When they're just beating the shit out of uh, <laughs> uh, is it Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio? Yeah. Apparently, she walked off set during that. Go figure, because yeah. they kept doing reshoots, and she was soaked. She was soaked, and they were shirtless. Beating the shit, yeah. And they're just <laughs> <laughs> fucking. I think it's Ed Harris too. And if it, it, if it was, you know, he's not holding back. Oh yeah, no, he's like, I'm just gonna. That reminds me of the time that I did Hell House when I was a teenager. You're all welcome, right. all the people who I scared into being Christians for five <laughs> days. And mine was, scared I was street. I was. <laughs> this is this is horrible. Now what? I was 13 at the time, so you cannot fault me. You can fault my parents. I will be absolutely fine with that. Okay. I played a school shooting victim. Oh, yes. And this is like 1998, okay? I was 13 years old. So this was like height of, this was like right after the first big one happened. And, or that I remember. Oklahoma City. Yep. <laughs> right the Bowling at, Green Massacre. <laughs> it was right after Columbine. And everyone was like, oh. So I played a student mm. who Died because in a school shooting because I was a sinner. And the line that was said by the devil demon make walking everyone through the hell house. He would he said, poor little Jody who died in her sins. That was what he would say. And then he would kick me in the chest. And I've told you about this. I've, yes. I know that I've told you about this. You have. And he, all during, all during uh, rehearsal, he pulled that kick perfectly. And he was like, is this good? And I was like, you're doing fucking phenomenal. Everything's great. As soon as I said that, he started full on kicking me in the chest. And it was right in my tiny little 13-year-old mushy growing tit. And if you've never grown tits before, you won't realize that, like, when you start developing them, they're all just knots. It's like when you get a knot in your back 
or whatever and you you know it needs to get massaged out it's like that but it's all tissue in your tit so you're just in constant boob pain once they start to develop and you have the they're just so mushy and weird at the same you know you start getting they're just uncomfortable i hated it i hated the process of developing tits because uh, youth because it was like they just started poking out enough that like my nipples were extremely obvious in anything that i wore but i didn't have enough boobs to like warrant a bra and also a bra was extremely obvious right so i was just embarrassed of my entire body so this grown ass man a fully adult in his 30s man was kicking me in my boob while I was 13 years old in Hell House. I guess that's what I get for doing Hell House, you know. I mean, you know. Sorry. <laughs> I was punished enough, I promise you. Poor but little physically, journey. I know. So, yeah. They can't they didn't even bother to do what a chick track would do of like Oh, they didn't repent. Yeah. They hadn't accepted Christ and now they're going to hell because yeah, I They're think... like, oh, I'll do it later. And look what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, they they were going to do... They were going to do an abortion one. Fuck yes. And they didn't. And I don't know what it was, but I do know it involved, like, raw chicken. <laughs> and that's all I knew was that they were going to have... What they do on King of the Hill where, like, here comes Grandpa... <laughs> What happened to grandpa? And he takes the fucking, it's a gorilla, and he takes the baby, and he starts hitting <laughs> it on shit. We can't and they're do like, anything. stop, grandpa. And they're like, you, we can't stop it. Evolution is taught in schools. <laughs> oh my God. It's so fucking funny. Oh. That's one of my favorite fucking episodes. Goddamn Sally That's Field. just one of my favorite scenes. Oh, Sally Fields is Sally the, Field, yes. The, the Kathy Bates character? Yes. God, I fucking love it. She's so fucking funny. So yeah, Event Horizon. Man, yeah, like it's just so like the I love how much blood comes out of people's mouths. That's one of my things. Mm. I love it when people have I love when he's in the airlock and the Yes. But then he also like when it, when it opens, it won't be he pretty, goes but he'll live. He just spits. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then Jason Isaacs, all you hear is cutting and he's going oh, 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 and it's he's just gurgling blood yeah. in his mouth. I'm like, oh, as if I don't want to already fuck Jason Isaacs. Then he's gurgling blood. Come on. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, the things that aren't believable. Okay, so the Lawrence Fishburne being that was cliched. Mm. And the thing that's slightly unbelievable for me is Kathleen Quin Kathleen Quinlan. When they're like, we got to get off the ship. They know fucked up things are happening. They all are fully aware. Yeah. No one's hiding it or lying about it. Thank God. I mean, Sam Neill is a little bit, but he's like well, the sure. baddie. So it's not, you know, that's fine. But everyone else is coming clean and everyone else is like, yeah, I see some shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And they're all like, this is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Whatever. She sees her kid and she runs after him. And I'm like, girl, one, your child can't walk. Because they show him multiple times in, oh, a, right. wheelchair. in a wheelchair. That's right. Like, which I'm not like trying to be like, you know, but I'm like, why would you run after? Like, what? Yeah. I, well, it, I think it just, it, 
he wasn't saying anything. He wasn't like, help. You know, he wasn't triggering any sort of... It didn't bother me, surprisingly. Or you'll (laughs) be surprised. I am very surprised by that. Because I think the whole... One of the whole things about whatever the force is or whatever the... Yeah. Is that it doesn't only show you horrible things. It fucks with your judgment. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. And it also, like, specifically does something that's going to... That's gonna be. It basically triggers you. It does something right, specifically right, to trigger right, right. you. So I get. I get that. I just didn't. I'm not saying that I. It's just like my own. What if complaint. he'd been in a wheelchair? Then I Going would through that tiny, <laughs> that tiny. Well, that's the thing. It's like he isn't like like trapped somewhere and being like, "Help me" or something. Yeah, he's not like. I agree that it's kind of weak. Yeah, that's all. That's all I mean is that like there's nothing that is – because even the first time she sees him, like his legs are all like smashed up and stuff. And I understand because, you know, when you see him in like videos, he's like disabled. You see that he's disabled and he – so in her mind, like she's, you know, like the weaker, the more, you know – harmed the more in danger he is the more fear she's going to feel Mm -hmm. so seeing him up and walking around i feel like would diminish she would be like her sort of like senses would be like wait what is this let me ask you something do you have children (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i've never talked to any of the women that that i've slept with to know if i've ever gotten a (laughs) follow-up and then you can come back and judge that scene from this one film I'll tell you one thing. I've breastfed enough people. (laughs) Might as well be, mommy. (laughs) I'm crying. (laughs) I'm laughing so that was so funny. You're welcome, listeners, because I'm so fucking funny. You get to every week hear me say shit. I just don't. I don't know how. I don't know how you all are so blessed. <laughs> Send us an email. Let us know how blessed you are. <laughs> and how you do it. Or if you need a cock rating. I heard reading. <laughs> I don't understand like a, it. Like a fortune telling? That is one of the most popular things that people do. Oh, I know. I don't understand it. And not... Well, I think we have a, a friend who would That's it. not what they're normally f- done for, though. They're not done for humiliative? Nope. Humiliative? Nope. They're just legitimate, like... They're just literally, like, tell me what you think. And, like, I hope, a- I hope then that, that whoever, the people asking for that, if they get a rating, then are use that with sexual partners. Yeah, no, like, that would be yeah. So and so told me. <laughs> so Look, you have no right to complain. <laughs> I've asked three separate OnlyFans girls, <laughs> and they all had me in the range of seven point five to eight point five of a rating. Out so of, out of out of ten. <laughs> I'm assuming because they didn't say that. I mean, it's <laughs> right. Anyway, 
man, we gotta re. I want to rewatch some more uh, some uh, Patty rates animals or whatever <laughs> that was called. Didn't they scrub that? I thought they last scrubbed time that. I looked for it, it was harder to find. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't. I feel like um. A lot of her stuff, like the Beauty and the Beast thing. Remember she did oh, the Beauty yeah. and the Beast? That is no, I can't find e- that anywhere. I couldn't even, like, I Googled it and I couldn't even find it. It was so fucking funny. Anyway. This time I was most, I mean, besides things I already mentioned, I was very impressed with the sets. Right. I was I was thinking so, the exact same thing. You said that this morning and I was like, I oh, know. But I was like, that's so dumb. What I meant was I feel the same way. I was like very much like, oh man, this set design. Because it's got that, oh, it's a thing that I never, I almost, you never see it in movies anymore. How it looks like almost, almost antiquated. Mm-hmm. And like even for the time that it comes out, you know? Oh God, the way they open the door with the fucking... Hole yeah. puncher or whatever, like, oh my god! Yeah, totally, that's totally what it is. <laughs> what is like? It's your star shape hole punch <laughs> from Fiskers. Yeah, <laughs> it's only it's metal and yeah. Oh god, unnecessary detail. Absolutely, yes. Uh, the gorgeous. shit that really tripped me out was the like <laughs> the doorways, the archways that yes. look like like they were meant to evoke like Art Deco shit. Well, fucking the. I mean the drive. Room is this whole thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Ridiculously ornate. Ornate and also like the most dangerous place to ever. (laughs) No, how it looked like like stone, like like a castle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I read something. Part of the design of the ship was based on (laughs) the Notre Dame Cathedral. I don't know. I can believe that. I can believe that. Except that it's a cross shape. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. I'm dumb. You are. <laughs> Fucking. But, um, like, the the scene where Kathleen Quinlan is, like, standing in the. Probably my least favorite character. That's fair. Um, the scene where she's in the medical or the sick, I don't know, medical area, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she hears that pounding. Oh, yeah. And there's like, she's backlit. And you see, you're like, what? It it just looks like things are just hanging, like, from the ceiling or something. But, like, supposed to be there. Like, it's part of the, you know. And you're just like, what is this? Like, this room looks like it's dangerous to be in. (laughs) And it's the sick bay. (laughs) Exactly. And I was like, oh, my God. But she's backlit. And, like, you, it just looks so scary. Yeah. Just... Her standing where she's been, and just from a different angle, you're like, ah! love it. And like the when they're in that like weird sort of like corridor that just looks like it's a circle or something, and with a hallway in front of it, and it's kind of green. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like they they revisit it a few times. I think it's where Lawrence Fishburne. It's the same area where Lawrence Fishburne tells Jason Isaacs about the guy that he'd never told mm-hmm. anyone about before. Mm-hmm. And they just, it's just greenish. It's that greenish color that you used to see in movies all the time that you never fucking see anymore no. because no more film. Because Diggle Ugh. 
And yeah, I there love was it one so much. explosion that had some green in the fireball, and I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, love it. I yeah. And their eye, I, the close up of their eyes, whenever they would yeah. look the uh, one because they didn't overdo it. True, it happens like two, three times. Yeah, Max. and and it happens to different degrees. Right. Yeah. Good point. So you don't see. <clears throat> so it's never. It's it's not repeated. You see it in diff, to different degrees, and you see it at different distances. Like yeah, right. they don't. They're. It's not the repetition over and over to yeah, tell yeah, yeah. you, oh, this thing's happening again, and and that makes it more impactful. Yeah. Well, more impactful, but almost like you're like, oh, is it is it doing something different this time? Mm, is something mm-hmm. you know? It makes it more mysterious. It may, yeah. It's just there's so much detail in this. Like I'm, this is one of those movies where it, like, its downfall led to how good it is. So it's like so bittersweet yeah. because like right. if it had come out, if any, if anything else had been done to it, if it had been like the only, you know. Even not having more of the hell footage in there, like the tragedy is that we you can't see it as a bonus feature. But like, I don't know if it would add to the movie. I don't know if anything else could be yeah, like. Right. There's very little like what I've said about this movie, complaint wise, is my only complaint with the movie. And those are like two tidbits in a hour and a half movie. You know, yeah, right, full of characters and things happening mishaps explosions like all this shit and those two things are like uh maybe uh, but those aren't like this is why i don't like the movie they're just i was also thinking about this is a much more abstract and i mean this movie made me watching this film again made me think of this so but it's not necessarily specifically about this film you know what i mean like uh that I remember a thing that kept me from w- thinking I would enjoy it was thinking that it was going to be cliche. Yeah. And not offer anything new. Yeah. <clears throat> but then every subsequent viewing, because I've seen more, because I've seen more movies, specifically mm-hmm. genre movies, mm-hmm. uh, I appreciate what it does do differently. Yeah. And what yeah. it does. Yes. Of what it avoids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, and that's, seems counterintuitive, you know? Well, how so? How does it seem? Well, because I assumed, you know, like, even the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, this is different than I thought it was, but. Yeah. Oh, it's still kind of, eh, okay. an alien ripoff or it's a. Yeah, yeah, Hellraiser yeah. ripoff, whatever I thought it was. Yeah. Know? But the more, yeah, I don't know, yeah, it, it's counterintuitive to myself. I, I guess. see, I see, I see. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I get you, I get you. I, yeah, it's it's. I I think the first time I watched it, I thought it was going to be over the top, and it is. It is over the top, right? But not in a way that feels contradictory to anything about the movie itself. Right, like it stays within its own. It stays within the reality it creates for itself. It doesn't over-explain right. things. It doesn't, you know, I think the most comical part is the fucking Foley or whatever, or the yes. sound effects. 
They're so cartoony for, yes. but it's almost like perfect because I think yeah. if it sounded too realistic, it right. might make you, you might be like, oh, this isn't fun, you know? Yeah. And, and it's a movie that as like creepy and fucking otherworldly as it is, it's a lot of fun when yeah. you're watching. You're like, oh shit. And Sam Neill's demise just inexplicable like his whole he just is like mm, i think i like it here like he just it's just he just it, there's no <laughs> he just kind of flips a switch and is like actually i'm really into fucking killing and <laughs> right. shit and i love that because <laughs> i don't need you i i yeah. know that like you know <laughs> Movies like The Shining and or like you know stories like The Shining is like the point is like their descent into madness and it's like so, okay that's so that's great but sometimes it's not a descent sometimes it's just a lateral move yeah, right. you know sometimes someone's like oh I get I can do that here right. yeah. <laughs> that's interesting they don't make you. Like, he's not, they're not like, I mean, in a sense, you know, he sees his wife and she's like, I have so many things to show you, you know. We have such sights to show Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you don't feel like his motivation is that he wants to be with his wife. Oh, no, yeah. And that's why it's interesting. Because he's not like, at least, I know that I'm in hell, but at least I'm with my wife. You're like, <laughs> Yeah. Come on. No one, no one loves that much. Like, I don't, I'm not going to fall for it. What is this, fringe? Oh, God. I swear to God when they were like, it's your love. And I was like, oh, I don't think this show's good. Yep. <laughs> Maybe this show is always bad. Right. <laughs> Welcome to every J.J. Abrams. <laughs> oh, this is so cool. Nobody's done it. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually... Um, close enough. Would you <laughs> recommend? Of course. Yeah. Any caveats to the recommendation? I oh. think I would tell people that if they don't, I would say like, if you don't like, oh man, there's a little, there's an aspect of like, I can't explain it. Okay. But it feels super BDSM. It feels like a movie that like, if you're into BDSM, you'll like Event Horizon, <laughs> even though that's not at all what it's about. It's just like, there's so many like people hanging from hooks and like barbed wire yeah, around your yeah, eyes yeah. kind of shit. And it's like, that's not BDSM, but it's like the slash fiction of BDSM. If you're in you Nine Inch Nails, you'll love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, but did you hear what I said? I guess not. It's the slash fiction of BDSM. <laughs> you know, like that's sort of what, you know, that's what it feels like. It's like if you're into BDSM, you'll think it's hot. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. That's what it feels like. If you're, if you're like, I don't like body horror. I don't like anything where well, here, you, I if you don't get turned on by the idea of Jason Isaac's insides getting turned inside out and then hanging from hooks. You're not going to like the movie, but if that is kind of hot, you're going to fucking love it. <laughs> Do 
You're going to be like, bruh. Jason Isaacs, who hasn't aged at all since this film. Like, he's somehow, he's one of those people that, like, aged into his own face, you know? Yeah, right. Like, he, it's like, there are certain people who had, like, a face that was, like, slightly too old for them. And once, and you're like, um, they're, they're okay. You can't tell that's what it is. Exactly. And then they age into it and you're like, this is what it is. They weren't old enough. Even though they were 45 at the time, they needed to be 70 to get to that hot level. (laughs) What, what, which, which, which one are you laughing at? Okay. Okay. In 1997, three, Here, here are all the films starring or in which Kathleen Quinlan was in that came out in the year 1997. Lawn Dogs, mm-hmm. Event Horizon, mm-hmm. Breakdown. Oh, shit, yeah. Zeus and Roxanne. Zeus and Roxanne. Have I seen that? Zeus and Roxanne. I don't know. It sounds like a... Breakdown. That one's with... Uh... A touching friendship story between a dog and a dolphin. Okay, no, I haven't seen that one. Even though I was 12, I didn't see that. Even though it stars Steve Gutenberg and it was directed by George Miller. Who? George Miller. Who was that? Max. Mad Max. <laughs> Max? Mad Max. <laughs> the HBO app? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, are you trying to say Mac and me? <laughs> Fucking, um, <laughs> what's great is I was 12 in 1997. That is great. The only one of those films I haven't seen are, is the child one. And I saw like the, like the children's film, the one. child one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That does. That is great. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Who knew we were going to do half of Kathleen Quinlan's, uh, 1997 oeuvre. Yeah. In just a short, in just two months on yeah. the podcast. You're welcome, Kathleen. <sighs> Don't get at us. Uh, uh, oh. Not only was the, uh, the gy- gyroscope, gyrosphere drive thing a, a real model, oh. physical yeah, yeah. set, so was that corridor with all the fucking moving parts. Nah. <laughs> I love where he's like it looks like a meat grinder. Yes, I was like, no, it does, yeah. They had to have uh, like right. added some effects to it though because it looked too Probably. fake. Yeah. Fucking That's insane. crazy. <laughs> the shit. So is Hearing people talk about this movie was probably, I think, the first time I had thought about or had been pointed out to me that, like, because the CG, some of the CG really kind of sticks out in this movie, but it would not have on film. Yeah. And it definitely would not have on video. Correct. Yes. Um, so... That's just something to know. If you haven't seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going to watch it on DVD yeah, or Blu-ray. Blu-ray. 
<laughs> you know, you maybe well, 4K restored. <laughs> exactly. It's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, ultra high def. <laughs> um, the Koopa character, which is the rescue guy. Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> Not painful the, at times. At times. And I feel like it's it's not the actor's fault. It's no. just how it's written. Like sometimes he's funny, but it's really rides that edge of like, yeah. oh, here we got this character's funny because he's a black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, like Yeah. And listen to him. Listen to how he talks. Yeah. He sounds, yeah, the comedic- he sounds black. <laughs> the He ain't putting up with no mess. Um and put the shit where he's out. He gets <laughs> projected out oh, and then he shoots himself back. That Amazing. Was... And then he gets shot in the helmet face. Yeah. All that is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And I kind of love it. I mean, it do- for me, it's a tonal. It, the tone does not fit. The... No. Yeah, it doesn't. But it's. it's. And I love <clears throat> when. But I do love when uh, Miller saves. Justin. Yeah. And when he's coming to get him and he's just. Oh my God. Yeah. The... When he's like. So good. <sighs> yeah. Captain Justin just activated the door. It's on a 30 second delay. Justin! Yeah. So good. Where am I? It's shit like that. Like. By itself, if you saw it in another movie, you'd be like, mm, but they do it once. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it has it's too dramatic. And effect. what I like about what I like about <laughs> that scene with uh, Baby Bear is that he is they they don't like it gets depressed like it gets depressurized. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's not, they're not quite in space. It's right. seemingly they're, like, within the atmosphere. So they're, like, it's it's not, like, super, it's not the same as, like, which I think is smart because they can do more things. And. Wait, but that's confusing because. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. It is confusing, but it's fine. Anyway, so when they're like it, see, I it seems like they're within the or whatever. It doesn't matter when it's being depressurized. It's not this thing where like hold your breath and then everything will be fine. Immediate, like before it even fully. Like it starts yeah. to depressurize and he's like, oh God, I can feel it happening and they're showing it. And then it's like, they do a really good job of like, it's only a few seconds. Like mm-hmm. it really is only a few seconds. He is damaged. Yes. Irreparably damaged right. from that. And so you don't, you're not watching it and being like, oh, that's unbelievable. Cause he, no one would survive that. He barely mm-hmm. did. And so you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's really terrifying. 
because there would be no oh, yeah, there right. would be no way out of that. Like right. at at best he's he's barely alive. Mm-hmm. And that's all you can get. And they don't fucking sugarcoat that or make that like it just, you know, the only thing is when it happens later. Yeah. The same thing doesn't happen. But it's fine. I'm I don't care. They don't they make no, you not really give care. a shit about it. Yeah, I don't really care. And they go so ham on uh fish pure, you know, coming up the yeah. table or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's just like <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I was like I I, I I don't know why I absolutely lo- love the captain's chair on his absolutely. ship. Absolutely. How it's suspended and mm-hmm. that's just a great design. I agree. We have Sean Pertwee. We have not talked about. He's pretty good. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Son of I, I think his dad's name is John, Third Doctor, the mod one. Probably my favorite one. I'm trying to think of what I know him from, which is something I know. Yeah, him. as I said to you last night, he's he was in Gotham, which I watched. What I don't know, a season of. He yeah. played the Alfred. He was, oh, wait, 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 wait. He was in Equilibrium. Oh, your favorite movie? Richard T. Jones played Cooper. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he was in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, okay. I think if I'm Jack Noseworthy played uh, Justin, Baby Bear. He was in. This is. I thought he was super fucking hot when I was a kid, because he was in the Cad File series. Hmm. I think it might have been just, wait, how many, was it, he was in four episodes of Cadfile. I fucking loved Cadfile. This had. Is that like one of those? It was a masterpiece mystery. mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) It was just like, yeah. It was a, uh, let's see, let's see. Medieval, the monk, it was a, um, what's his name? Um, Derek Jacoby played. Yeah. He was in 13 episodes. I didn't know I had 13. 10 episodes. Yeah, this dude was only in four of them, but he was super hot to me when I was a kid. So, yeah, that's what I knew him from. I was like, what do I know this man from? He is seared into my brain somehow, and I can't uh, figure out what it is. Cadfile. He's uh, he's gotten way more grizzled. Has, like, a super gravelly voice now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably want to gargle that, uh, Gizzard. <laughs> Gross. I'm looking to make sure that I'm not talking out of my ass in 
Yeah, I would say... I get if you are, like... Yes, he was in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Okay, I'm not wrong. <laughs> oh, Jones? <coughs> Richard T. Jones? Yeah, Richard T. Jones. Yeah. I love his voice. He's just got this, like... Oh, he was also in... He was also in... I'm going to double... I, he was also in... Uh, Kiss the Girls, I think. Mm. Uh, let me double check. He played like... Maybe I'm wrong about that. Yes, no, he was in it. Yeah, of course. I yes, don't know no. why I... He was in it, yeah. Yes, he no. played. He played like the boyfriend of... What's his name? From the movie. I'm trying to remember that movie. My brain went straight to the bone collector. Uh, it's not... And then... A different black cop. Morgan Freeman. He plays Morgan Freeman's... Girlfriend. Niece's boyfriend. So, um, yeah. So, uh... So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I would say... Because... The gore is very effectively shocking because it's shown without warning, basically. It's shown without warning, but I also feel like it's not... I feel like they show you not totally how it's done. Right. And it's not gore like you watch... You're watching people get... Yeah. It's not like scream. Murdered or dismembered or stabbed. Yeah, right. Vivisected. Yeah. Exactly. But... You're walking into the aftermath of that. Well, that too. I to me the part that is the uh, the visions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the part that's like. Well, yeah, and that I could understand if you were not. I can understand that you were not expecting that. Yes, and that if, correct. Given that, that, it would be like whoa. Yeah. So, yeah, treat this like you're going to see a Hellraiser movie. Go into correct. it with that mindset, and also, then you'll be nicely. Sorry. You'll enjoy, hopefully, the yes. sci-fi setting of it, rather than thinking it's a... I mean, even compared to Alien, it's, like, somehow more graphic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and brutal. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. <clears throat> so, I would say this, though, and this is a very serious... It's I, Saying that makes it sound completely undermines. If you... Like, it, it strobes a lot. So if that's something that you struggle with, or if that's something that's like a problem for you, do not watch this movie. There's no warning. It happens randomly. You're not going to be able to figure out a pattern for it or anything. They don't, you know, just be aware and mindful of that. There's a lot of stroping. Um, This is tragically our final Halloween episode. They grow up so fast. I know. <laughs> um, now, I'm not saying that we're not going to do any horror. Sure. Again, between now and next Halloween. Oh. But we're certainly we will. We're already planning for next year. I mean, we it's we it's our. I am. <laughs> <laughs> It's our favorite time of the year, if I'm honest. Yeah. You wouldn't know <laughs> to tell. the lack of me doing anything uh, this year because of stress. But it's, uh, yeah, we love 
we love Halloween. We love Halloween. We love horror. We love doing this. Um, But since it's the end of the month, the last of the series, which do you think is your favorite? Mm. This one's a tough one because we got three new, three new ones. Yeah. And then a classic that we love. So. So good job us. What did we start with? What Night of the you, Creeps. Night of the Creeps. Oh, yeah. Fuck. And then it was... Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. And then it was Sometimes, Sometimes They Come Back. Probably the weakest of all of them. Still a treat. Yeah. Still good. Yeah. Still remarkable despite the fact that it was... <laughs> or especially considering it was a TV fucking movie. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I assumed this was going to be the case. Event Horizon might be my favorite. Yeah. Um, trick or treats coming up a solid number two, because that one was just, I mean, it's partially because I just, we just did the, like, you know, we just put that episode out and I took a bunch of screenshots. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, but night of the creeps, that was trick or treat, both solid, wonderful surprises. Yeah. So thanks again, Randall for suggesting. Yeah. Yeah. Really good, yeah. But I mean, I think Event Horizon is my favorite out of all of them because it it's just it's, too, it's so much. There's just so much. It's got yeah. There's a real Hellraiser feel to it, you know. Also, I like when Jolie Richardson is like she explains. She's like, I think the ship's alive, and I think that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't like that ex- explanation. She's like, Well, I don't really have anything else that I could say. And they don't explore that more, mm-hmm. but you get the idea that like that's how she's views it. View views it, and so that is an interesting thing because they don't like yeah. they don't turn the ship into a person, right? Yes. But Sam Neil does also imply that like the drive has like merged with the ship. Mm-hmm. So it's like aware, but like it but you don't know if the drive is using the ship or if the ship is like self-conscious or self-aware, you don't know what's going on and they never explain it. And that's a really, I like that they don't. Yeah. That's really, yeah, that's a good point. So much of it is left. Yeah. I think I like, you know, like we talked about this, I guess last year when we were doing Hellraiser stuff. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the new one came out, or was that two years ago? No, that was last year. Uh, that like, for whatever reason, like that I can't really, I haven't yet been able to pin down for myself that the, the Cenobites are always going to be disappointing to me. Interesting. Like the the premise is exciting and interesting, yeah. and then it's always going to be a letdown. I, I don't know why. It's just because yeah. it's, I think it's one of those, the more you ex- try to explain it, the less interesting it is. Yeah. Uh, the Event Horizon avoids it while doing the same kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like so many, like as hinted at, there are scenes that are <laughs> almost directly lifted. It feels like. From yeah. <laughs> You're with me. Such wonderful, wonderful things to show you. And, uh, you know, the, the Hellraiser as a franchise, the sequels 
just are not consistent about anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's a known quantity. So you're not, you're not watching it for that. Right. But this avoids a lot of that, you know, like, yeah. and you know, they say the shift been to an, another dimension, basically. Yeah. They don't call it hell. They say it's like hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you get some Latin splashed in there. Yeah. But that can be explained away by the captain, the first captain of Event Horizon. Yeah. Just Randomly, knows some Latin yeah. phrases. So maybe yeah, the, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't have to be a... Yeah, it's not literally... Christian yeah. demon. Yep. You know, like... <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. Deniability about it. About it. About it. What are you uh, looking up? I was going to... Yes. Anderson's initial reaction to the script, which involved the cruise ship Event Horizon experiencing a series of hauntings by, quote, tentacular aliens. <laughs> it having crossed the threshold of their planet or dimension was that it bore striking resemblance to Alien. Producer and longtime collaborator Jeremy Bolt felt it was a terrific concept, but was very dense in terms of length, and the storyline was a bit lost. Anderson did not want to direct a mimic mimicry of Alien, so he gave the script a major re- rewrite, mm-hmm. picturing a classic haunted house movie. He incorporated significant influences of moderately successful horror films such as The Haunting, 1963, and The Shining. Nice. Because yeah. they created suspense from the unknown. The evil presence was hidden from the viewer, and their endings induced ambiguities of perception in the audience. Yeah. He said he was also interested in the concept of hell <laughs> and of, quote, the ship itself being possessed rather than going, oh, it's an alien consciousness that's doing this. Yeah. And added those to the script. Nice. Uh, Anderson also said that the science fiction film Solaris 1972 was an inspiration for him. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Screenwriter Philip Eisner acknowledged that Warhammer 40,000 influenced the story. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Warhammer? It's a tabletop game and there's all kinds of video games. Oh, I didn't know that was from. I didn't know it was that old. Yeah. Uh, the game, I guess, dates, the tabletop game goes back to eighties, the 80s. In the setting of Warhammer 40,000, spaceships travel... The galaxy may passing through, quote, the warp, a parallel dimension where faster than light travel is possible, conceptually similar to hyperspace in Star Wars, but which is also inhabited by evil spirits that can infiltrate a ship and possess the crew if said ship is not properly shielded. Nice. Fans consider Event Horizon to be an unofficial prequel to Warhammer, where humankind discovers the warp and learns of its dangers the hard way. Oh, shit. Filming took place at Pinewood Studios. Anderson modeled the Event Horizon ship after Notre Dame Cathedral using an architectural CAM program. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know what that is either. Oh, fuck. Uh, effects supervisors Richard Urisich and Neil Korbold kept most visuals in camera. And moving steps were constructed for the gyrosphere gravity drive and the revolving tunnel. For scenes depicting zero gravity, the actors were hung upside down in harnesses and spun around. 
The original script had more zero graffiti scenes, but budget constraints had the filmmakers introduce magnetic boots. Hmm. Because the majority of scenes were filmed in a studio on gothic-inspired sets, Anderson felt the cast experienced a kind of cabin fever that better served their performances. Nice. <laughs> all right, that's all the yeah. <clears throat> reading I'll do. I have to piss really bad, so yeah. I'm ready to wrap it up. Though I don't want to wrap up the... I know, it's sad. It's I know. sad. It, it is sad, but you know what? I think... Hey. It'll be fine, because we're going to... The ending is totally, we didn't talk about this, pretty ambiguous and it, yeah. totally leaves it open for the possibility. It does. Well, I did say that. Oh, did you? I, I said it. Yeah, it's it's open for sequels and you said it is. I apologies. Um, and, and you pointed out that uh, it's a woman and a, a white woman and a black man that survived. Yes. Which is yeah. unusual. The, uh, yeah. The, especially. Night of the demons. Right. And I think that makes it, I think I would have hated the Lawrence, like Lawrence Fishburne. Surviving? No. Oh. Because it's amb- ambiguous whether or not, like he, him and Sam Neill are on Event Horizon. Oh, right. And then are on half of Event Horizon. And it's sort of like, you don't know what happens yeah, to right. them. Right. And I would have hated that if it was like two white people that are free. But that's not what happens. It's like a woman and a black man. And... So I'm like, oh, okay. That's why I think it doesn't feel as mm-hmm. because they didn't kill everyone for the sake of killing them. They didn't only save the main characters. Right. You know, they did a lot of stuff that's like, you know, you didn't have to perform a certain way. You didn't have to be super good. You didn't have to be any, you know. Avoid premarital sex. Right. Like you didn't like, because I mean, in a sense, like Kathleen Quinlan is like the mother. Right. And she dies. Yep. And then you have, you know, Jason Isaacs, who you're meant to assume suffers from some pretty intense PTSD. Mm. Um, Because it's when they're, they're like, what do you do? And he's like trauma. And then they laugh. And so I assume that that's his, that he has trauma <laughs> from trauma, yeah. you know? Um, and then, you know, like you have like the, I don't know, the the, the one dude, Petrie or whatever his name is, um, Pertwee, Pertwee, yeah, (laughs) him who's like an engineer, I don't know what he does, like, is he, you know, um, and he's like, just so like, we have to, you know, normally he would be the one that survives because he's like, we have to do, we have to get off this ship. Yeah. We can't be on the other ship. We have to be, you know. <laughs> and he goes so hard. At yes. At yeah. Weir. His see his death scene. Yeah. Was so devastating to me, not because of his dying and how, but like when he's like, no, we got to go back. And he's like, they just had pulled all the scrubbers yeah. off of it in Horizon. Yeah. And they're like, no, we got to get back on. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and yeah. And he's like, he's like, wait, the explosive is probably in this room with me. Yeah, yeah. Like, but that's it's like normally that, that he really wouldn't be a character, or if he did, it would be like, I mean, I don't know. It's just like it doesn't. Yeah, yeah they just the characters they choose to keep are an interesting right, choice. You can't guess it. Yeah, correct. <clears throat> Except for who, how we told you who they were. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, yeah. I like Watch it. Watch it if you haven't and you're a fan of yeah. horror and sci-fi. It actually and Sam manages Mule. to be both. Yeah. yeah. Sam Mule. Yeah, it manages Sam to be. Sam Mule. Sam Mule. Sam Mule. Sam Mule. Sam Mule. Okay, that's good. We are.